Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Uh, Continuing on with our retirement planning risk segment, today we're going to talk about legislative risk. What is legislative risk, Dallas? Thanks, Michael. Legislative risk is unfavourable government action or social changes resulting in a loss of value. Usually in the developed world, this is due to changes to taxation rules. So yeah, so in, in the underdeveloped world, this is, this is um, some, I own, some dictator a, coming I own shares in a company that yeah. uh, has a mine yeah. or and something really profitable. Yeah. And the and government and, just um, comes in and takes it. The government comes in and takes, takes it yeah. and it's no longer yours, yeah. it's theirs. <laughs> In, in the developed world, it's it's more nuanced than that. It's still it's still something being taken from you by by the ATO in our case, but mm. it's normally changes to taxation rules or you know mm. uh, in superannuation cases um, changes to preservation rules of when you can access money, changes to all those different things behind the scenes. That usually what happens is that people are. Yeah, we're, we're given incentives by a tax system to behave in certain ways. Yeah. And then what happens is the rules tend to change over time. And so that's, I think, people's uh, big fear. And you know, the big one that, that I hear about, or that you hear all the time, is you know, people saying, I'm worried that I won't be able to, allowed to access my super when I get to mm. age 60. So um, for most people, um, age 60 is their preservation age. And so some people are surprised to hear that. but. The theory there is that when you get to age 60, you, you are able to access your super. So if you're saving for retirement and you don't plan on retiring before age 60, that's generally why we're saying to people, that's, that's the best place to own your, your retirement savings. Now, the, the risk or, or one risk that we hear about a lot is that people go, well, what if the government changes the rules? And, and we get to 60 and they say, well, now it's 65. And it's not, I guess it's not without, uh, without precedent because it is something where we've seen the preservation age in Australia gradually shift out from 55 to 60. And so- Yeah, we have. Um, look, look you've, for anyone that's affected, they've actually had quite a bit of notice. Yeah. Which is not to say that they, it's not to say that governments in the future wouldn't give you notice. Yep. Um, but they have had quite a bit of notice. Yep. Because, because um, that, change from taking the preservation minimum preservation age from age 55 to age 60 yeah um yeah that was set in stone 20 years ago at least yeah. i think when yeah. i when i entered the industry yeah and so anyone that that's affecting now yep. were still in their 30s yes. back then yep so they've had time yep. to actually to, yep. to move with the time and so that, that's i think um to me this is a risk that is it is something to think about but it's it tends to be overblown in it, my it, mind. it is it's one that's overblown look it is definitely on the negative side of things and people say to me all the time why are they mucking around with superannuation and why is it changing all the time yep. and I, I i mean no one has an answer for that yeah. What what I say is it's it's so generously taxed yep. at the moment yeah. that that um, it is going to be mucked around with by yes. government. So yeah. so um, yep. what I'm talking about there is that once you're in retirement, yeah. each person can have up to 1.6 million dollars. Yeah. Forget about the word superannuation. It's it's a tax free company. Yeah. 
whatever you have in that superannuation fund yeah. uh, that you convert into a super income stream after age 60, yeah. no tax to pay on the earnings or the rate of return, no tax to pay on the income. Yeah. It's so generously taxed. Think, yeah. think of having a tax-free company. Yeah. And you get a tax deduction on the way in. On the way in. Yeah. Uh, because you're paying 15% tax on the way in versus 34.5% income tax or 39% or 47% or whatever it is. Um, it, it's 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 so generous yeah. that it's it's bound to be tweaked yeah. over time. And so that's, that's I think the, the my attitude towards that is, you know, for for anyone for anyone listening to this podcast, again, money over fifty, you, you're probably working towards retiring yeah. after the age of sixty. Now, you you, whatever rules are changed around superannuation, you know for at least the foreseeable future, it is going to be the most tax advantage environment to have your retirement savings mm. in. So even if those tax concessions are dialed back a little bit, it's still far, far, far better than trying to build up retirement savings in your own name and not taking advantage of that. Uh, absolutely, and and like I spoke about this in another podcast, five legal loopholes, yeah. loopholes to take advantage of. Yeah. Where it's a bad rap superannuation. Yeah. Because of the fact that, yeah. that people are skeptical. Yeah. Um, and because so you get a tax deduction yeah, on the way in, you get it's tax take, free on the way out. Yeah, so, so yeah. if the government kept it hush hush and said, "No, you got to pay," if you want this tax free thing in retirement, yeah, you've you got to pay, pay extra now, extra yeah. now in yeah. tax. Yeah, you would see people lined up. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, and that's that's a really good example of that podcast five legal loopholes. If if new legislation came out over the next few years that got rid of one of those loopholes, you wouldn't say, "Oh well." Superannuation is no good. You'd yep. just go, well, that's one of the loopholes. I've still got four others that I can take advantage of. Yep. And over time, the legislation will change and, and no doubt dial up and dial down and there'll be new rules and, and new things to, to take advantage of and new tax savings to pick up. Yep. I, I just think, to me, the, the, the risk of, you know, if you're, if you're 21 now and you're thinking about contributing into super, maybe you have some concerns about your preservation age not being 60. Mm. If you're in your 50s now and you don't plan on retiring before 60, mm. I don't think that's really a risk. No. I, th I think the more, probably to me, the more relevant risk is, as you said, some of those tax concessions being dialed back. And so it may get harder in future to get money into superannuation. Yes. Or it, it may, um, you know, some of those different loopholes of how to get money into super may be dialed back. but. But I think that's the biggest risk is from a legislation perspective is that it may be not as uh, tax advantage to, to, to get money into super, but it doesn't matter what happens. I think if you take advantage of the, of the tax rules as they are now, there's just no way that you can be disadvantaged. In no, the that's right. And there's a common misconception out there because I hear people tell me all the time, the government's, and they use words to the effect, they say, the government's telling us that we can't access our super till age 67. Yeah. I said, no, 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 yeah. no, that's the age pension age. Yes. So what they're saying is that the minimum age that you need to be to qualify for any age pension, yep. forgetting about your assets yep. and your income, yep. uh, is age 67. Mm. The day that you retire after age 60, in fact, the day that you change jobs yep. after age 60, you've yep. met a full preservation condition of release, yep. which means that you can access your superannuation um, in part or full at that point in time, not yeah. that you would yeah. uh, access it in full, but and and it's tax free yes. from that point from from that point on. So yeah. there's a big difference between age sixty and age sixty seven. So right. there's a misconception going around there. Yeah, um, and that, that's I think my thing. 
we, we talk about this a fair bit, but legisl- legislative risk or legislation changes, it's just something that, that happens. It is going to happen. As you said, we, we have a set of rules right now. Anyone who comes to see us and says, I want to retire in 10 years' time, we have a plan based on what the rules are now. And then as those rules change, we are changing the plan. We are mm. adjusting based on what the new legislation is. But um, you almost just have to accept that there are going to be changes. But my attitude is that, and I know you disagree that the government or the ATO wants you to be a self-funded retiree, there, there is always going to be some concession for paving for retirement. That's yeah. just, that's what the government wants you to do. That's what the ATO yeah. wants you to, they want you to save for retirement, that you are not yeah. accessing Centrelink. Mm. Now, that's kind of my attitude is that the exact specifics of that will dial up and will dial down over time but there's always going to be uh, you know, tax loopholes you can take advantage of there's always going to be um, there's always going to be an advantage to to saving for retirement and there's going to be a way to take advantage of that so um, that's i guess my thought on legislation risk is that it's something that um, you know you, you bear in mind and and you're aware always that that the rules could change in future but i think that if you if you decide not to do anything because you're worried that rules might ch- might change, you're basically cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and look, uh, to the largest extent possible, this is stuff that's completely outside of our control. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, so uh, until the next election comes up, of course, and we can vote. Yep. Um, yep. Which people did. Yep. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so so so. Um, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that, to a large extent, it's outside of your control, mm. and, and people do have enough things that are inside their control to worry about. Yeah, we encourage them to worry about and focus on the things that they can control. Yeah, as opposed to the things that are that are outside of their control. Yeah. Um, no, so I think that's a that's a good place to to wrap up this this section and and the whole retirement planning risks segment. So yep. we've covered off on. These are, these are only six of the major risks that we sort of uh, think about or that we, that we tend to make sure we take into account. Um, as you just said there, like a lot of these risks are, there are things that you can take, uh, there are decisions that you need to make, trade-offs that you need to make now. Mm. Some of these things are, are out of your control. And that's, that's, I guess, a big part of it is that, as we've said, your plan needs to take all of those different risks into account. It needs to, you need to be aware that these are all, all possibilities are all dangers that you need to go for um, and come up with a plan that is the best fit for you to minimize the effect of all of that. But also knowing that things will change in future and you will need to adjust as, as we go along and as some risks become more important or less important to you. So. Um, hopefully that has given people a bit of a, a bit of an idea of a, a bit of a structured way to think about risk or, or I guess more language to when, when talking about that. Um, if you, as always, if, if you wanted to have a, have a meeting with, with one of us to discuss how each of these risks actually impact you and your financial situation, uh, feel free to get in touch at podcast at mo50.com.au. If you have any other ideas for any other segments or, or um, anything like that, or just any other topics for us to discuss. Again, podcast at mo50.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.